gotta keep them animated. Yeah, that's how it goes. Right? <laughs> gotta keep them <laughs> reanimated. I was just telling Andy, in case uh, I tell him to uh, secure his mic cable here, because sometimes he gets a little over-animated. I like to talk with my hands. And he, <laughs> he'll like jerk that son of a bitch right out the mixer. I will jerk it off right now. Right now. Just what? <laughs> for fun. Just for fun. Yeah. I'll jerk it off right now. I'll jerk yeah. yours off, too. <laughs> All right. For fun. Everywhere. Oh, All these mic cables are getting jerking off. <laughs> I got to stop talking with my hands more talking with my mouth. That's right. That's right. We're on podcast, man. Right? We're unfortunately not on video today. I'm sorry. Yeah, guys, we're we're still uh, working on a few other things, but uh, we got stuff working in the yeah more more uh, more deluxe things in the works, I guess you would right, say. Right, right. Plus, I didn't do my hair, so I'm just not doing it. I'm know? losing my hair, so let's just keep, it, let's just keep it as much. Uh, who is it? <laughs> who isn't at this point? Let's just keep Jeez. it as minimally seen as possible. Right. That's what's doing to me. <laughs> it's becoming as minimally seen as possible. <laughs> right on. Guys, welcome to Strange Shorts 94 here on the free platform. 94. We are glad to be with you guys. 94, a good year. I wish we could be together every week. You know we can if you go over to Patreon. We can. Shameless plug at the beginning. <gasps> Just get that out there, Michael. Just, Just go ahead and get it out of your system. Get it out of your system. Get out of there, man. <laughs> Let everybody know what we're about. That's right. <laughs> we are about shameless, shameless plugs. plugs. That's right. We got to promote ourselves. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Man, it's hot, man. It's hot as a mofo not Episode 94, uh, probably 94 degrees outside. Yeah. Probably not even exaggerating. And it's it, we're at that point, too, here in the south where it rains every damn evening. Yep. It's like, so like, it's always just soggy and yep. wet and hot and humid. Yeah, my yard again. can't take it. Over. My yard cannot take it. I need to cut the grass you so damn, bad. Yeah, and then your lawnmower can't take it because the damn thick-ass wet grass. Yeah, every morning I'm like, yeah, it's time to cut the grass. Well, it is a fucking yeah. swamp out there. Yeah, this is going to be I'll fun. wait till the afternoon. And it's monsoon. And it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what Vietnam was like. Right. You know what you should do? You should just go to the beach. Fuck all this oh, grass cutting, man. I don't like the beach, but man, but we got we got more things to worry about at the beach nowadays. More what things else? than I normally worry about. I gotta worry Stay about Stay on shore, right? I gotta what worry, do you have about to worry about getting about burned. On shore? I mean Sharknadoes. Shark oh, Sharknadoes. <laughs> but uh Sharknadoes, they come at you anywhere. That's true. But yeah, I gotta they worry about people like me, I gotta worry about getting burned, getting sand everywhere. My, yeah. I got pale ass kids. <laughs> At least my son. My son is translucent. <laughs> I don't know where that kid gets. I, that kid has is, no melanin anywhere. <laughs> he is sans, a lighter shade. He is sans melanin. Yeah. <laughs> Borderline powder from that movie. But yeah, man. The right, bo- but besides got, the sun, what else do you have to be scared of on the beach, dude? You got, have you ever been, uh, you seen those, those movies, Final Destination? Of course. Have the, the most random things in the world of just course, find bro. a way to Millennial. brutally kill you? They traumatized all of us. Now beach umbrellas are something we all got to be afraid of. Beach umbrellas. Be- beach umbrellas, the thing that's supposed to give you shade and but comfort fair, on the beach. You know, when one takes off down the beach in a yeah. windstorm, they are quite terrifying. And it doesn't have Mary Poppins to guide it. No. It's just It's a, just flailing around and then some people are like, "Oh, if you sharpen the end, it's easier to stick it in the sand." <laughs> if you make it into a if you make it into a javelin, you can just throw it from the car <laughs> over the, the wind. <laughs> Yeah, some <laughs> DIY guy made it into a javelin so we can just park the car, throw it over the dune and right. wherever it lands, that's where his tent, that's where his shade is. Right. And when it lands, it releases a spring and actually opens the umbrella. On yeah. The yeah, cool invention. You should invent that. I got better things to do. <laughs> but yeah, man, like a woman in South Carolina, Garden City, South Carolina. We, we, I, me and Michael used to actually go to Garden City when we were yeah, teenagers. I've been We've been there a couple times. I have. Garden City is a beautiful place. Yeah, we went there. We went there for some camps. Go yeah, summer I camp. remember going to camp there and they had a ping pong table. Yeah, whooping where ass. had ice cream. I was kicking ass at that table. I never left that table. There's one day, one time a year I could show off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the sport where I don't have to really move very much. Hell yeah, I'm about to whoop ass. 
it's like bowling some ping pong back in the day but yeah a beachgoer was killed on wednesday after a loose umbrella impaled her in the chest jesus christ dude that is final destination exactly right just walking down the beach i know it's a little windy but you don't really think to look My for God. beach umbrellas just swirling That's through terrifying yeah the umbrella was blown from its anchoring by the wind around 12 40 p.m and hit tammy peralta peralt while she was at the garden city beach Horay County Sheriff's Deputy Coroner Tamara Willard told Outlet News Peralta was wow. 63 and died about an hour later at the hospital from chest trauma. Oh, my God, dude. You know what's even crazier? You know, when you think about how an umbrella is shaped, right? Yeah. How the hell was it flying through the air in a direction with the stick forward? I'm, a, I'm guessing, you know, if you ever drop an umbrella or something, the wind is never, it's never perfectly falling. It has that swaying motion. So I guess when the wind is going, it's kind of getting swung around in a circle because the wind is catching it and flipping it, catching it and flipping it. Right. It's not floating on the wind, you would you, I guess. So I'm guessing it's getting swirled around. So it just happened to get swirled around at the right moment to where like the, the end right. was on her. It's just... Terrifyingly, so, the odds are just so slim. Yeah, because oh you're trying to God. probably watch it and dodge it because you have no idea where it's going to Imagine gonna going to a fortune teller and like, you'll be killed by an umbrella. You're like, <laughs> uh, what? A what? <laughs> what the hell? Someone will throw some major shade your right. way one day <laughs> on the major. beach. <laughs> what does that mean? But uh, yeah, beach umbrellas have a spiked end to help push them into the sand. So their wide canopy allows them to get caught, caught up in a strong wind if they're not anchored properly. Right. But a federal agency estimates about 3,000 people a year injured by beach umbrellas. I, don't, I believe it. <laughs> we wasn't expecting that even to have that high of a number to keep track of, but yeah. But when, you know what, though? For them to actually have that number, we're talking pretty serious injuries, huh? Oh, I'm sure. Especially if one gets impaled through your chest like a javelin. I mean, people that had to go to the hospital. We're not talking about people who, you know, umbrella was flying around or it came out and poked someone in the eye. We're not talking yeah. about that. That happens every day, probably. Yeah, we're not talking about the penguin wasn't walking down. Umbrellas the... are real assholes now that I think about it. Yeah, we're not talking about the penguin from Batman walking around poking people with umbrellas and right, using all those right. umbrella weapons. But uh, apparently there was like, it's been a problem before. U.S. Senators Tim Kaine and Mark Warner of Virginia asked the safety agency to review safety rules for beach umbrellas at the start of a safety campaign after a Virginia one was killed in 2016 in oh. a, uh, near, a, uh, near a similar incident. So yeah, this has happened before. It'll happen again. Those beach umbrellas Dude, already have a taste for human happen, blood. It <laughs> if it can happen, it will happen. We've seen what happens with and the sharks. Once they get a taste for human blood. There's so many damn people on the in the world. You know, yeah. people are like, can you believe that happened? What are the odds? I'm like, yes, I can believe it happened. There's like 8 billion people on Earth. You can't believe like, the odds. We play the can, lottery every year. Right. I mean, if it can happen, it will happen. Already has happened by yeah. this point. At this point, we, we're talking about this like it's a new thing. This already happened. 2016. Nobody cared back then. It's going to happen sometime again. Five years from now, we'll talk about it again. The beaches are probably trying to keep this quiet, especially the umbrella companies. The next time you're going to hear about it, it's going to be like a kebab of people. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to be like right. a person just running, carrying Cha-cha a child. Cha-cha line killed by <laughs> umbrella. Conga line catastrophe. That's, that's not even crazy, people. Conga line on the beach all the time. Yes. Conga line catastrophe. Oh, we just spoke that into existence. That's probably already happened. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Don't, don't. think about it. Ah. Gosh, don't think about it. Guys, we're, just think about something else. Think about something else. Yeah. Like our next story. Oh, good segue. Next story. What, like were, what were we thinking about earlier? I don't even know. I don't even know. Who cares? But guys, we're going to talk about something. That, this could be controversial, but I think this is something that, like, I'm I'm not really against this in a way, but I can see where people could be, you know, on either side of this. Okay. But this is a Spanish story from Spain. A paraplegic shooter suspect can avoid trial and end his life instead, Spanish court says. Well, that's always an option. It's, I mean, it's always an option. Usually you just don't have a judge's approval. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, it's like, I mean, anybody can avoid trial by ending their life. But now the fact that the judge is saying, I mean, yeah, you have my approval. 
signed off checklist if you want to so uh yeah a man who allegedly injured former co-workers before being shot by police is entitled to assisted dying a spanish court has ruled i mean uh, that's a uh, it's a possible outcome for his court to be like listen do you want to even go through the trial do you want to face all these charges yeah, yeah or do rather? you just want us to kill you now yeah you want to just kill you now uh but yeah they must really have a case against him huh yeah, this man was accused of firing on colleagues in a rage before being shot in police by the spine. Oh. So uh, last yeah. December, Marion uh, Eugene Sabu, uh, 46, a Romanian security guard, allegedly fired on his former co-workers at the security company in Taranga in eastern Spain, uh, seriously injuring three people. He later shot and injured a police officer before being severely wounded by a police marksman. So they sniped his ass and just yeah. and paralyzed him. They're like, we're going for vertebrae C3. We're that is like, out. holy shit. That's bullseye from Daredevil. He's yeah. like, I know exactly where to hit you. I'm, gonna yep. in, I'm not going to kill you, but you're not going to walk again. Like, immediately upon impact, my legs. <laughs> I'm Professor Xavier now. <laughs> How does my brain feel? You know, Why is nobody doing get, anything? <laughs> if, they, if, if they could do that to every freaking uh hostage taker or something like that or, or mass shooter every mass shooter that would be a much more of a deterrent just paralyze them from the waist down don't kill them because half of them want to be martyrs anyways yeah paralyze them from the waist down yeah, that, yeah. have a good life neck down fucking asshole yeah so i'm saying just fire a beanbag no, at the back we of don't neck. want other people to have to take care of them waist down take care of yourself you don't need legs yeah. you don't need your dick anymore too bad <laughs> yep, yep, fuck yep, you yep. There. No that's for you. Now that's a deterrent. Yeah. Robocop their ass. Yeah. Now, now how, how, how do all your buddies online feel? Yeah, that'd be a good deterrent. Have all have a, a PSA from all the police snipers in training or whatever. Yeah. They all, but all they're shooting at is hot dogs on sticks. They're like, yeah. <laughs> they're like we're training them good now. You want to take you want to take the chance? Uh, right. We're not going for kill shots. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, this, there, I think there's a line in Sopranos where uh, Tony is interrogating this guy. He's like, I don't know what's up with this guy. He just won't, he's not afraid to die. And then uh, Polly's on the other line. He's like, well, you know, some, some men uh, living is worth, is worse without, uh, you know, certain things. Oh, Tony's yes. Tony's like, oh, yeah, I got you. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Dude. Yeah. Somebody get me to Shears. <laughs> <laughs> Made him an offer he couldn't refuse. But yeah, this guy, the National Court in Taronga held up, upheld a, earlier court ruling given by the uh, condition Sabu had a right to euthanasia under a past mm. law last year. The court said the law did, had not anticipated a situation where a person facing criminal charges might request assisted dying. But uh, yeah, they said euthanasia was a fundamental right with which the, the judicial system could not interfere, the court said. Spain has this ruling. They, they right. legal, legally passed a, you know, euthanasia self-euthanasia yeah um spain's euthanasia law allows adults with serious and incurable conditions that may cause unbearable suffering to choose their in to end their lives that's that's humane yeah i, I can understand that that's a yeah. totally humane thing it's like yeah you're you're only gonna have six more months of this and it's not gonna be good right so it's like right now it's the best you're gonna be at, get so yeah. But the national court's decision is erroneous, argued Antonio Bitos, the lawyer representing the wounded officer. It, has taken into, it hasn't taken into account the victim's suffering nor their dignity. Uh, Bitos accused the court of squandering the opportunity to rule on a unique case, and since Sabu has been due to be euthanized on July 28th, if the appeal fails, and he will get his wish. So yeah, he's already got a date that he's going to be euthanized on right. July 28th. This is a little bit older story now, so maybe I'll have to go follow up on this and see whether or not it followed through. Um, this, it's weird. This story was posted August 20 or August 5th. So maybe this is July 28th of next year, maybe. Uh, 
Okay. So yeah, the story is actually from August 5th. So yeah, this must be from August 28th of next year. Right. July 28th. Right. Uh, so he claimed that his bosses at the security co- uh, company made his life a living hell, and he was the victim of exploitation and racism. Before the attack, he sent an email to his superiors that read, I've got no option. I will take the law into my own hands. Lessons learned with blood aren't easily forgotten. Mm. So yeah, this is the guy who opened fired. Yeah. Uh, he also claimed that the uh, Moses de Esquada, the uh, the Cantala... Cantelan police officer fired first and without warning and continued to fire while he was already unconscious. Uh, and in his ruling recognized that Sabu caused pain as well as physical and moral damage to his victims. And there was no reason to assume he would be convicted of the crimes. Uh, so uh, but there would be no reason to assume he would be convicted. Yeah, that seems, that seems weird. Uh, maybe he also, would, uh, I yeah. don't also, I don't really blame the officer in like laying into him. Yeah, I mean, this guy's dude, going. This you're guy's committing mass, a mass shooting right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised this officer didn't just keep fire till the clip was empty almost. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, his condition causes constant and physical and psychological suffering without any possibility of relief, and he faces the prospect of a very limited life. You're mm-hmm. paralyzed from the waist down. I get that you have a you may have a limited life, right? But that does not stop him from living a completely full life and being able to face the consequences of his actions. Yeah. So I, I feel like it is a weird, like, I guess, loophole. I guess he's found. He's like, yeah. nope, I don't want to go. I don't want to be faced. I don't want to face trial. I don't want to face charge. I don't want to go to jail. Uh, I'm in too much pain. I want to just, I want to die. But it's like, you're just paralyzed from the waist down. Are you saying that that's... So you're a, saying they shouldn't allow it? You should, they I'm should saying say, oh, that, well, no, that's not bad enough? Well, I'm saying that this is a, in this situation where he's not, not even going to trial. I feel like if this was an option where he's like, he's already faced trial, he's already gone through with all this, and they you know, found him guilty, it's like, yeah, you did all these things. Would you choose to, like, if he wanted to choose, it's like, I would rather I would rather be euthanized than, than go to prison. Mm-hmm. It's like, in that option, I could see that being a more fair thing. But if he hasn't even gone to trial yet, he's just go, he has to go to trial for this, yeah. and in, instead of even being, fa- like, having to face justice at all, yeah. I feel like they should be like, no, no, you you are I still think, capable of facing trial to be proven guilty. But I think after the, that, you may have the option to, to face like euthanasia. But I feel like there should still be a ruling like, no, no, if, like, you need to go to trial. So like, you, you think need- he should go to trial and that's justice. Where I, as I think that him having to choose death as a better alternative, that is justice. You just I ruined, you, you ruined and ended your life in one decision. That is justice. You're done. Yeah. Like, what good I mean, it does, does it save do? a lot of money. It saves a lot of money. And what good does it do dragging everyone else into this and dragging the families back through this? We saw what happened. Police were on site. Yeah. I mean, there were security cameras. They, I mean, it's, it's yeah, all ta- There's it's no all question here. I can understand Not that. Not to mention probably had body cameras, you know, yeah. uh, squad I just, cameras. The only reason I feel like this might be a thing is because of the fact that there may be some, like, appeal later on. to so like, oh, you unjustly killed this man. He could have he been exonerated, and they may have to be suing, and it may drag off things. I'm like... That's what I'm saying. If he, if he takes it to trial and he is proven guilty, yeah. then they've been like, listen, we, we checked the boxes. We did everything. Pro- like we proved him. We put before a court of law. His peers did justify. like, And now we've said, like, yes, we followed all the rules. Yeah. Now he can be so just, what are you saying? justly Like his family euthanized. might would sue? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like like a family, his family might sue. Somebody else might sue saying we didn't yeah. get proper justice. That's what I'm saying. I, just simply before. He does. I, I'm agreeing. He doesn't yeah. really deserve it, but simply because of the fact that there may be these weird things to follow up on it instead of right. just a regular appeal, I feel like the courts may need to follow through with a little bit of checks and balances on themselves. Yeah. In a way of saying it, like I agree that if it's if he doesn't even want to go to trial, he just wants to kill himself. You should just do that instead of trying to make a, a case about it. 
know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you're just going to kill yourself, you don't want to face trial. Just, just take the coward's way out. Check yourself out. Right. But to try and be like, oh, no, I, I want to euthanize myself because I'm in constant pain. No, you're just scared because you don't want to face trial. You don't want to go to prison. You realize that it's bad, and mm. you probably know you're going to be found guilty. Yeah, but we probably still need to check and balance this so that somebody else doesn't come behind you and be like, you I mean, killed my cousin, and I'm right. unjust. It's unjust. He didn't even get a trial. Right. So... I can okay. see where this might be a back and forth issue, at least yeah. my opinion. But yeah. like I can see either one. Yeah, I can. S I think he's fine to be able to choose euthanasia. Yeah. But I believe that there might be some uh, repercussions after that that the court might want to take into consideration. Yeah, they need to yeah dot their I's, cross their T's and whatnot. Yeah, because this, this bill was normally passed for like terminal patients. This right, was right. This was passed for people who were cancer. And I got you. Know. You feel like he's escaping. Yeah, he's escaping, and then there may but be see, something to follow up. Like I was saying, we've seen I mean, people come back. Do you back really and, think he, he planned to die this young? I don't you know. know what if I'm he, saying? I, I don't think so. Unless he probably planned. He was probably going to get killed in the in the fire like he yeah. thought he was gonna get killed in yeah. uh in the crossfire or killed in his rage so the fact that he lived and he didn't die like he was planning maybe either way someone yeah. who wants to die i feel like you need to grant that wish especially if they are this adamant about it where they're ready to take the legal steps sign the papers they want because someone who has no will to live is the most dangerous type of person on earth yeah yeah you're they very have right no connections they, they have to lose they have nothing to lose they don't care yeah I can 100% agree with that. That's a, he could be a danger to people. He could be a danger to society still because yeah. he may, if he's released or if he's on bail, he may do something even more deadly to try and finish the job. But exactly. either way, I'm like, I, I just feel like since this was a this was a bill that was passed for terminal patients and medical reasons, they need to be really careful of who they allow in prison terms to choose to be euthanized instead. Right. Like I could totally understand death row death row sentence or or like a life sentence in prison. That's a totally justified thing. It's like, yeah, we'll give you the option. You can spend your life in prison, no chance of parole, right. or you can have legal euthanasia right? whenever well, you choose. Well, they don't want to do that because then they miss out on funding. True, but then they save That's the money. That's a different of, conversation. I know. Yeah, let's go on. But, uh, yeah, it was just one of those things, guys. You need to be double-checking those things when they're used for one, and then they get to be used for another thing. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, we're going to use something else now to make you forget the next story. <laughs> a psychic. You're killing it with segues Psychic. Right <laughs> a psychic segues and make psychics. us forget the next ones. Psychics never scam people, so I know it's not about that. No, they don't. They never scam people because psychics nope. real, man. Psychic yeah. psychic energy, man. That's right. You just got to believe, future. really. You just got to believe. I'm feeling, Michael, I'm feeling you are yeah. Yeah. annoyed. <laughs> you got <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. I'm at a psychic. I'm annoyed. Uh, see? See? feeling it uh an heiress used fake psychics to scam her mother out of 140 million dollars in art say police wow Ooh, talk about a heist right there Seriously? from your own mom from your own mom god heartless right i can't believe that you would do this to your own mother to your own mother right but yes this woman right here guys uh, the daughter of a wealth, wealthy Brazilian art collector used fake fortune tellers to convince her mother that family heirloom paintings were possessed and needed to be removed from the home as part of an elaborate scheme to swindle the family estate, according to Brazilian reports. Sounds like a move Janice Soprano would make, doesn't right? it? Janice. She'll do anything to get those records. <laughs> to get those records. <laughs> Michael is really on a Soprano's I'm bench. really on a Soprano's kick. I'm way behind. But, you know. <laughs> I'm way behind on this. It's a great show if you haven't watched it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, former uh, former model Sabine Bagauchi, 
Bogachi? Yes, Bogachi. Nailed it. Was taken into custody Wednesday in Rio de Janeiro on charges of stealing $140 million in fine art and jewelry and an, un, uh, and an undermined, undetermined amount of cash from her mother, uh, Genevieve Bogachi, mm. the widow of the late Romanian art dealer, Jean Bogachi. Of course. This is the whole Bogachi legacy. Yeah, it's the Bogachis. The Bogachis. Not the Bogachis. Bogachis. Uh, who has set up a multi-million dollar business in uh, Brazil. She's also being charged with embezzlement, extortion, and false imprisonment. Because that's where it gets juicy. Oh. Yes. Very nice. Because this woman kind of went a little bit crazy in her late teens. Uh, she, be sa- she was said to become obsessed with dogs and kept dozens of them at the family house or family homes. Huh. Uh, tried to push her mother to buy an apartment simply for the animals to be kept in. Yeah. Like animals need an apartment, that's too. That's like a Paris Hilton move. My dogs and their own luggage need an apartment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's in a commercial doing that. I'm they just saying. They need their own ticket. They need their own rooms, okay? With mm-hmm. a bidet. With a bidet. With a bidet. <laughs> uh, she, when she refused, she allegedly started to take revenge on her mother that led to her undoing. Uh, so the daughter, the daughter began to steal works uh, in the attic at the time. Uh, Brazilian reports say she used COVID-19 pandemic as a reason to fire the domestic help staff that looked after her mother. Uh, when her mother resisted at one time, she held a knife to her neck to threaten her. Her mother testified to police. Jesus. Yeah, this, this girl started getting a little crazy in her late teens and stuff. And okay. during COVID-19, she uh, presented to show some violence in her yeah. actions. But uh, authorities say she kept her mother captive and tried to starve her to death before the mom enlisted a friend to change the locks on one of the family's lavish apartments to keep her daughter out. Golly. Man, police should have been called. Yeah, police should have been called a long time ago. But um, at the same time, this is one of those situations where it's like nature versus nurture. It's like how much of this did you just allow your daughter to keep doing until it just progressed to this? This is so extreme. You raised a sociopath. You really did. Yeah. Uh, police say prior to imprisoning her mother, Sabine conv- uh, convinced friends to pose as psychics who allegedly accosted her mother outside a bank, telling her that her daughter's ill-fated attempt at imprisoning her was because demons were in the family artwork and it possessed her. Yeah, man. Apparently her mom was a pretty uh, gullible person at the time as well. Probably superstitious. Probably traditional. Pretty superstitious. Yeah. Uh, the psychics then visited her home and claimed the paintings were cursed with something negative. Oh, yeah. They need to be prayed over. Get this it's, negativity out it's of here. Something, it's something negative. It's something negative in here. I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking it's something negative. I'm thinking it's something negative. Yeah. Lo- I think I'm looking at it. Right. That's my daughter. <laughs> daughter. <laughs> <laughs> daughter hands her a $100 bill. It's... Yep, this is straight from the devil. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm feeling it's, it's this Picasso Satan. over here. Yep. <laughs> it's this Picasso. It's possessed. Yep, yep. But yes, they uh, they took 16 paintings, including uh, works by renowned Brazilian artists, according to uh, Brazilian news outlets. Among them, three pieces of modern painter Tarsila de Armalo, valued at $137 million. Jesus. Jesus. But yeah, family made uh, headlines in 2012 when a fire started and the uh, air conditioning short-circuited Sabine's bedroom, ripped through the family's Rio apartment, destroying a number of valuable works and killing two of the family's 16 cats. You know, you think you wouldn't lie to your mom, but $137.6 million? Jesus Christ, Mom! Yeah, and also like, extorted her out of thousands of dollars in cash to pay uh, uh, to get the psychics to purify the paintings in an attempt to save her wayward daughter. They were trying; she was doing this okay. to save her daughter. They had convinced her that her daughter was possessed because of these paintings, and if they would just let the paintings get out of the house, uh-huh. then her daughter would start acting like her normal, loving daughter again. Oh my God! Yeah, this is that's preying on a parent's worst fear, right there. Exactly, like to think that oh, I'm doing I'm doing this to save my daughter. 
I'm right. doing this to like prov- to do to, to, get anything to get my daughter back. But no, your daughter is just trying to steal everything. Your daughter tried to kill you. Your daughter tried to starve you to death. Your daughter is like literally trying to murder you to yeah. get your money. Like, why would you not at this point be like, maybe I'm just going to call it a day on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I know I can't make a new one at this point, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and donate yeah. this fortune to charity. <laughs> maybe she's the negativity in this house. <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe she's the the vampire in this house. Was that yeah, the psychic vampire? Right. Freaking Taking all my energy. <laughs> Taking all my money is more like it. Yeah, that's terrible, man. I don't know how people can be stealing from their family like that. Exactly. Must have man. a terrible relationship, I guess. Or not one at all. Terrible relationship with your mother. Yeah. Right there, guys. Like, don't don't lie to your parents, but like, well, we're gonna lie, we're all gonna lie to our parents. But don't lie to them out of $137 million. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe yeah. maybe uh no, I didn't well, take the car see, out that's last not weekend. Something you you feel like you should have to tell people is what I'm saying. I feel like if there's a healthy relationship there, you shouldn't have to tell people not to take advantage of their own parents. Yeah, but when that when that much money is involved, people you get you see that's the what worst I'm saying. in people. Yeah. I, I have we, to consider that. We yes. have to also consider how much of this was allowed. How much of this did this mother just continue to allow? I mean, over a hundred million dollars, you know, you know, you never work again. Your kids never work again. I and mean, that's just in the that's just in the value of the paintings. That's just in the paintings. Yeah, that means the family already has millions of dollars. They right. have so much in their in yeah. Value. If you're hanging a hundred million on your walls, holy shit. Yeah, that's just think think about the money in the bank that with that the, just the fact that you afforded that to be like oh that's art for me. Right. So yeah, this woman could have just lived off the interest of her family for no like forever, but no, it's like just the greed and the the consistently like consistently being given everything she wanted. Mm-hmm. She wanted more and more and more, and she got crazy. Tried to hold her mom captive, held a knife to her throat, tried to starve her mom to death, like tried to Same, isolate dude. her from everybody. At some point, parents, you have to understand. Like, I think that one's broken. I think I fact. <laughs> I think I, I think I think I may have fucked up somewhere. Something may have fucked up yeah. somewhere. <laughs> like. Take responsibility or don't, but acknowledge the fuck up. <laughs> like we, yeah. we need to talk about Kevin. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a good movie. <laughs> All right, what else we got? What else we got? What else do we got, guys? We're gonna talk about something a little bit more science fictiony. Okay. Or not so science fictiony. Scientists have reanimated dead cells in pigs, had causing a potential breakthrough for organ transplants. Oh my. Woo! Right? This Guys, is terrifying. This is kind of terrifying. Uh, new research is co-founding, uh, confounding conventional wisdom about life and death. We talked about death sometimes on our last Sandu stories, Michael. Yeah, sometimes we talk about death on this podcast. We talked about death a little bit. We yeah. talked about how the how the very end of life is very confusing. People like to Indeed. figure it out. And now we are trying to figure out how to prolong it and possibly stop it. Of course. That, isn't that what we've always been trying to do? That's what humanity's always Apparently been searching for. we want to for. live forever, but that makes a life that's meaningless i don't yeah. understand why that's you want to live forever just think about it that's or, what the conquistadors were looking like, for the fountain of youth stop. immortality yeah Research- now, i could under now if we found something to live like as far as physically like you're in your 20s but you would still die between like 80 and 100 years i'd be cool with that yeah you know what i mean like your body doesn't age but yeah. you just still still on the same time schedule yeah we just all like live like wolverine <laughs> yeah, and then you just eventually die. Like until you're 100 years old, then you just kind of age into your yeah, early that way 60s you could, and die. You could truly, you know, enjoy yeah. to the fullest extent for 80 years. Yeah, you don't have that, just that slow decline for right. 40 years. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what? Fuck that. Make dogs live as long as humans. <laughs> yeah, I'll make take that. Do- yeah, make dogs live longer. That's a I great trade off as well. Fuck that. Fuck the pigs. Imagine how sp- dogs would take us over if they lived like twice as long. We'd have to just control breeding a little bit more. Yeah, but uh, yeah, make dogs live as long as humans. Make them <laughs> do that, Yale. <laughs> That's more of a Harvard thing, I'm right. probably. Uh, but researchers at Yale University used a new technology to restore cells in some organs of pigs that had just died, bringing the animal cells back to function. Not just to life, but to function. That's terrible. But for how long, you know? I guess as long as this pr- uh, this procedure was going on. Okay. Because what they basically, they did set up like a pumping system and like a uh, electronic and mechanical pump that was pumping these fluids through, right. the, through the body. Um my eyes went wide, Brendan Parent, an assistant professor at the bioethics at New York or NYU Grossman School of Medicine, said the moment he first read the new findings, my brain went to all the crazy possibilities of where we could go in 20 or 30 years. Yeah, God, bet. They always think about the possibilities. They're always in the future, man. Jeff Goldblum. Being a scientist, what a tortured life. You asked if you could, not whether or not if, if you should. If you should. <laughs> if you should, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Research is still an early experimental phase and many years from potential use in humans, but it ultimately could help to extend the lives of people whose hearts have stopped beating or who have suffered a stroke. If your heart stopped beating, you're dead. That's all I'm saying. That's death. That's basically what they're saying. Yeah. They're saying if if in if you got this dose, right, of this whatever it is, this vial of blood mixture, which we're going to find out, we're going to talk about a little bit, within enough time, they could literally bring you back. But then, like I say, again, for how long? Yeah, and what comes back? It's always a weird thing. It's like, what? how much of you comes back? Because that's always the that's the scary part. Well, like I say, it's all about the time. Yeah. I think the longer you're out, the longer you're completely unconscious, gone, like medically, I feel like the more little synapses in your brain go out. Yeah, all the electrons, so when you come the, back, all the electric currents so stop you firing. A, right, so you have a certain amount of time before those little currents stop firing and, and bring back all the memories that is that person, I would think. Yeah, they bring back the consciousness. But you've heard people dying, like, you know, being medically dead yeah. on the operating table for minutes. Yeah. And then coming back and still being the full versions of themselves. Yeah, what was it, like, Nikki Six from Motley Crue died in an ambulance for, like, five minutes until someone, like, fucking adrenaline shot at him, like, Pulp Fiction or something? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, people's hearts have stopped beating oh, for, for, sure. for minutes and, like, long periods of time. And people have, like, fallen under ice and stuff where their bodies have kind of gone into, like, cryostasis a little bit to an yeah. extent. But, uh, yeah, it's like when the heart stops beating, blood flow is cut off from the body in a process called ischemia. Uh, and the cascade of biochemical effects begins. Oxygen and nutrients are cut off from tissues and cells begin to die. That's what normally happens when anything starts to die. Right. But um, the new research challenges this idea. Uh, the demise of cells can be halted, Dr. Nadad Sistan, a professor of neurosciences at Yale School of Medicine and the author of this new research. Uh, we've restored some functions of cells across multiple organs that should have been dead. Uh, they accompanied this feat by they they accomplished this feat by constructing a system of pumps, sensors, and tubing that connects to pi- the pig's arteries, and developed a formula with 13 medical drugs that can be mixed with blood and then pumped into the animal's cardiovascular system. Yeah, that sounds promising. so. It's like dialysis, basically, but into the, just the entire circulatory system. Yeah, I love hearing medical drugs. Yeah, 13, 13 just 13 medical drugs. Yeah, just 13 medical drugs we threw in there, too. <laughs> yeah, we're just kind of like a fruitcake. Just kind of scraped everything off the table. Probably won't have any effect on natural <laughs> Sugar, biology. spice, and everything nice. Yeah, it'll be fine. Chemical X. Don't worry, these are medical drugs. <laughs> yes, the research builds on previous work at Yale, which demonstrated that the damage to brain cells could be reversible after blood flow was cut off. 
Uh, Yale had filed a patent for this new technology, but is making its uh, methods and protocols freely available for an academic and nonprofit use. Um, basically, the researchers the researchers caused heart attacks in pigs that had been anesthetized. The pigs were then dead for an hour, and the researchers cooled their bodies and using neural inhibitors to ensure the animals did not regain consciousness during the subsequent experiments. So they were actually monitoring mm-hmm. the brain function to see if consciousness ever was retru- like reinstated. Right. Uh, but they began to use this system, the OrganX system, uh, to recirculate the oxygen and the blood through the system. Uh, a restored circulation prompted the repair of damaged cells. For example, scientists saw heart cells con- uh, contract, electrical activity return. Right. Other organs, including kidneys, showed improvements. Uh, pigs treated with organics started uh, during, experiment- during experimentation. The pigs' heads and necks moved under their own power, however. The, rem- the animals remained under heavy an- uh, anesthesia. So yeah, they That's were creepy though. Their heads and necks were moving. Around. Yeah, so the muscles started moving, and the, like, whether or not what brain function was right? there was that jaw moving. You know. Yeah, they say the it's what creepy. we can say the animals were not conscious during these moments, and we don't have enough information to speculate why they moved yet. So it's like that's a good thing to start checking into. It's like you, they were under anesthesia, and they were they were starting to move again and regain function. Right, but yeah, this is a uh, this is a single study in a laboratory setting. So they're trying they're going to start having to do more tests and see how this follows up with. But this is one of those science fiction ideas that's just crazy. Just like how long this could prolong human life, right. how long this could prolong other things of other kinds of life and stuff. Like yes, this could produce great benefits for like mankind. This could also cause a lot of like problems for mankind because we're supposed to be able to check and balance as population grows and dies off. Yeah, we're kind of running into a lot of those population issues now. Yeah, and now if we're going to be able to in twenty or thirty years possibly like extend the longevity of human life for God knows how long, or if someone dies of a stroke or has kidney failure, and we're just going to be able like, nope, we can just pump this right here through you and restore it all. Like that's just. It's wild to think those people are like, I'm not saying people are supposed to die, but yes, we are supposed to die. Like yeah. death is supposed to happen. It's supposed to be an inevitable thing. But it happens thing. on the most, you know, in, in the most scientific way. It's just the breakdown of cells. And so, you know, from a scientist, scientific standpoint, you think it's a relatively easy problem. We just have to keep cells from breaking down. And yeah. That's keep, basically what they're trying to do. Keep and, cells reproducing. And keep right. Cells and I don't think they're trying to make zombies with this shit. But I think they're trying to just prolong organs. I think that's the best use of it. Exactly, over long I do. Periods of time. But then, like, how long does this have to be tested? You know, we'll be. It's you know, only be, it, we'll it, be lucky if this is used regularly in our lifetime. It's probably already being used on Dick Cheney at this point. We just don't know about it. Like he oh, is yeah. the human testing. Yeah, but oh, uh, yeah, some some humans are getting tested on for sure. Yeah, Dick Cheney's already had like four hearts at this point. They're just like, yeah. listen, you want another one, or you want to try this thing out? If you don't think almost everything is being tested on humans somewhere, I just feel like it's being naive. It's got to be at some point. Yeah, that's how we use them. Yeah, but yeah. This is like, guys, I don't I don't know how I feel about this just yet because. I feel like death is something we need to embrace as a culture, as a as a as a human society. Like mm-hmm. some cultures do embrace it a lot more, but some are so afraid of death they are just they're trying anything to prolong it. Right. And, but and yes, I do want to prolong things that don't need to die yet. But 
at a certain well, point, who, who, yeah. Who, I mean, who decides that? Well, the body is supposed to break down over a natural period of time. That's what right, humans right, do. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, yes, 80, 90 years old. Like, yeah, you're, you're talking to... like a full long life. But I mean, somebody in their 30s, exactly. That's who has I... organ failure might be like, hey, I'm actually down for this. Yeah, exactly. That's where the things I'm saying this could be great uses for. But we don't need to try and play God too much. Right. Playing God too much leads to devastating problems. Mm-hmm. So I wanna, I want to prolong the lives and help people as much as I can, but. Yeah, guys, we we have to be able to accept the fact that people do die. Like people need, like they need to die, and we need to accept that. Yeah. So, guys, that's, that's under your own beliefs and stuff. But this is a kind of a freaky thing to know that they anesthetized this pig and it still started moving. They don't know why. So we'll yeah. figure that one out too. It's like maybe do some it more could testing just be on that. Because of you know muscles and tendons and everything kind of coming back to life, the body was kind of adjusting with the new blood flow coming back through. Yeah, I, I can see that. Just a little, all the electrical current started flying, just do, 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 do. Right. Got a little, little wire and wi- little cross wires. That is creepy, man. Yeah. Get that the wires creepy. crossed in keep, there. We got to keep our eye on that story. Let's There's just, surprisingly not that much out there on it right now. I know. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I was looking up for this. We, we, yeah. we heard about it. We were like, we got, we got to find about this. This is kind of creepy and interesting for us. It wasn't even nothing on Reddit. Right. You it's need not to start Reddit, a thread. Doesn't, doesn't exist. <laughs> you just start a thread. That shit, man. Yeah, we're gonna. The thing's gonna blow up. <laughs> I'll just leave the engine running. You guys just add to it. You guys take it for a spin. <laughs> there you go. Because that's what happened in our next story. Uh-oh. Someone left the keys in the ignition, and someone decided that's mine now. Oh man! But it wasn't a car, Michael. What was it? It was excavator. An excavator. Hell yeah, man! You never want to leave the keys in those. But uh, no, somebody, no, no, no. some rookie was, you know, hey rookie, go ahead and park the excavator over there. We're going on lunch. Get the lunch. Stole. You got the keys? The the what? The keys? <laughs> well, you know, I they, think... They come out? <laughs> I think a lot of those guys just assume nobody is going to take those because they don't know how to drive them or whatever. And and then when I see, you know, equipment on the side of the road, especially if it's city or county owned or whatever, I assume there's not a key in it, right? They're just yeah, leaving it assume. there. And there's nine times out of ten, if it's owned by a municipality, then it's got a tracker on it. Yeah. But... Still. And this guy, he uh, he didn't get away. This wasn't a, a heist, so to speak. Right. But a Salt Lake City man was arrested after stealing an excavator from a construction site and driving it about a mile before digging up the ground near a grocery store, according to police. Okay. So, yeah, witnesses called 911 around noon on Saturday to report a man randomly digging in the gas strip or the grass strip outside of uh, Smith's at eight or 892 West. Uh, but, yeah. In the process, police say he hit a water line and ripped out newly installed fiber optic lines. Luckily, there was no gas leak, however, uh-huh. according to utility crews. So fire spot, firefighters who responded, they could they could head out. Uh, police said they are still working to figure out the full extent of the damage, however. But according to court documents, 46-year-old Omar Ortega stole the excavator from a construction site near 900 South and 300 West after it was just left running by the crew. Oh, my God. Crews at the site then followed him as he drove the machinery to the grocery store about a mile down the road. And police said a crowd of people at the store prevented the suspect from leaving before officers had arrived. So, like... Once again, like a mob kind of just surrounded this guy as he tried yeah. to get out and abandon it. But he still got some digging done. Oh, yeah. He, he looks th- like he wanted to bust their main water lines or something. I think he was just probably just high or something like that and was just trying to find a place to dig. He wanted to just try it out because uh, he found like man. the one grassy area to dig in maybe. But he dug up the sidewalk. Yeah, he did rip up the sidewalk and at the same time. he got time. the water line too. Look, see that main line going sticking out of the ground right there? Oh, yeah. He fucked up some damages. They say the he estimated... He knew what he was doing. Estimated cost of damages are over $40,000 and his, his bail has been... His bail has only been set at $1,000. I bet he had like some type of agenda against someone in Smith's. Maybe the manager or something did him wrong and he's like 
Oh, well, fuck you. Because imagine a grocery store without water. True. That's terrible for a grocery store, especially with, you know, a bakery. Produce section. Uh, produce section, um, you know, the deli section, yep. everything. They need water. This Bat guy was rooms. just trying. Maybe he was just trying to craw- cause damage. Maybe this guy Starbucks was just on Starbucks in there, a, probably. It's a Smith's. This was, guy, this was his version of a killdozer, but he was just like, fuck this yeah. sidewalk. Yeah, seriously. I want this sidewalk to be double well, the well, width. Well, you would see the meter boxes, you know? You would know where the water is. Yeah. If he'd ever done construction before. And obviously, he knows how to work an excavator. Oh, yeah, he so did a he pretty good job. he knew what he was doing. He wasn't just digging some random place, man. He was trying to fuck him over. And oh, this yeah. type of repair, your water's out for the whole day, for sure. Oh, that's out for a, more than a day, probably. Nah, they'll get him back on. But probably. it's at least a day. Yeah, because yeah, he, he fucked up a bunch of stuff right there in the middle of the day. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, guys, never leave the keys in the ignition. Never leave the engine running. I mean, unless you're, <laughs> the, unless you're the getaway driver. Of then course. leave the engine running. <laughs> right. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Come on. Yeah. I always have fear of that when I warm my car up in the winter. You know, did you leave the keys in the ignition? No, that someone's going to steal my car because it's just sitting there running. Oh yeah, that's true yeah. too. It's like, yeah, I have that fear too because I have one of those starters where I can start the car from inside. Oh, and it's like you fancy. It's like, but I, I, it's like <laughs> I can start the car. I'm always afraid someone's like, well, that's mine now. <laughs> right, but you lock it though. Yeah, the same. Once I start it, I do. I always, yeah. I always have that fear. I'm like, did I, how do I lock? Is it going? That's the advantage. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> that's the advantage of having the remote start. Yeah, yeah. Start it and then lock it back. Just start it. Ah, oh, that's going to be hot when I get in there. Yep. And I just forget the car's running for two days. <laughs> <laughs> Decide not to go anywhere. Cancel your plans. Cars. Where, where was I going? <laughs> your car running out of gas on the driveway. Just dies. <laughs> Oops. All right, guys. Well, like I said, but remember how we talked about summer's coming to an end and th- like everything's yeah. kind of coming to a close right now? You know, at this right point, now. good riddance summer, man. Yeah, it's things are getting too hot. Things need, summer needs to die. Someone needs to kill it. Yeah. And right winter now, winter is coming. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> bring winter on. And dude. we're uh, we're gonna bring this show to a close with one more story, guys. All and we're right. gonna talk about it's the about end. Uh, since the, it's the end of the show, it's uh-huh. the end of our time together. We're gonna talk about the end of somebody else's life and the end of this time. It was oh. supposed to be a celebration of life. You know, like if, I said, it's so rare that we talk about death. So, but this is less this is less about someone dying and more about the incident after the death. Okay. So I'm uh, yes, you know, it's a funeral. It's supposed to be a peaceful time of mourning and celebration. For I mean, funerals are for the living, but still it's a very expensive process mm-hmm. but uh, a man tries to run over his sister at his mother's funeral in richmond virginia jeez man well listen you don't have to split the inheritance if you don't have a sister so <laughs> yeah but i think there's a lot of witnesses at the grave so what are you trying, oh, to, double, yeah, what are you trying to double up on the gravesite costs right. <laughs> he's like if i just take out the whole family then i, I just can... go ahead and take out my sister now can i just put her in the same hole <laughs> right save some money save the same i think she can fit in that box mama wasn't too big <laughs> That's why I got the extra large. (laughs) What started as a burial for a loved woman in Contra Costa County uh, ended in a family feud that involved a man trying to run down his own sister and flooding a funeral pot. So the incident happened at Rolling Hills Memorial Park in Richmond on Saturday around 1 p.m. What was supposed to be a celebration of the family's mother. A family member brought a a family member who brought a stun gun to the service because of a long-standing family issue. Uh, said Sergeant Aaron Palmeroy of the Richmond Police Department. Uh, he'd been on the job for years, never seen anything like this, he said. Of course not. Uh, they were there to bury the family matriarch, but a police say a feud between a brother and sister led to punches being thrown and much more. One of the family members then tried to run over his sister with a vehicle. Uh, he just missed his sister, but hit another relative and a water main. Ha, another water main <laughs> victim. <laughs> Causing the flooding of another empty plot. 
No one was seriously injured, but it did leave behind around $20,000 in damages. Oof. Since he did drive over some headstones, damaging several headstones, and severing a water, mine, a water main, causing flooding in the area before the water could finally be shut off. Damn it. Yeah, kind of a bizarre... Uh, That's a fucking the, tantrum right there, The bro. manager like of the said, cemetery... Get yourself together. Like, this does not need to be done in the goddamn... This is a funeral. Uh, cemetery, man. Yeah. But you're in the cemetery. Right? For Christ's sakes. How, how far did he have to go to get his car and then drive back? That's what I, well, they were probably like one of those ones where you all follow each other right on the road. And still, the road I think still, you're like, to be like, you know what? Fuck you. Because yeah. I guarantee she didn't have the one right next to the road. So like, you know what? Fuck you. I'll be right back. Yeah. Storms off for seven or eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> They have to just drive back. It's like back, 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 yeah, back, back. To get out of the car line, he's got to like, <laughs> got to like un- a seven point unparallel park out of this thing. So it's like they slowly hop the curb. Then he's, then he's slowly weaving through the first gravestones to get to. <laughs> Nobody hears him because he's got a Prius. <laughs> so he's just silent. Uh, but yeah, the manager of the Rolling Hills Cemetery said it was a bizarre incident and not anything the cemetery would tolerate. All that, yeah, yeah like I you had a choice. Like you had a cho- like yeah, like that's gonna have to be a sign now. Right. <laughs> Please do not drive over relatives at the cemetery. <laughs> Please do not try Dead to drive over relatives. <laughs> she wants to sh- uh, make sure people know the remains are a safe place for families and uh, to respectfully re- uh, reflect and mourn. Do not worry at all. Your loved ones, all interned here, are safe, and our staff is easy to- are here to assist you in the families. Also, the damages to the gravesite will be covered by the cemetery. Oh, uh, no, I think they'd be covered by the dude who ran him over, motherfucker. Yeah, it should what be. What are you talking about? The damages to the grave site should be covered by the cemetery. Yeah. Yeah, the count, county district attorney will decide the, uh, if, the brother respons- if, if the brother is responsible for the damages and will face criminal charges. Uh, yeah, I think he should be. Like, why would you? Like, yeah, this- who covers it? His car insurance? I don't know. That's a, I mean, that's a legitimate question I'm asking. I think it would probably be him because it wasn't like a na- he wasn't using the vehicle for its natural purposes. Mm. He so chose if he doesn't to, yeah. have the money. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like dude, the you- cemetery is basically telling the families, "We got you, no matter what. Like we're gonna fix this. Like, you're gonna get a new gravestone. Right? Like, exactly. We're gonna make sure it's there. But yeah, he should have to reimburse. Of course, the he should definitely. have to pay it all. Exactly. But, but n- and definitely facing criminal charges. Realistically way, speaking, like, like attempted murder. If he for needs one, this inheritance this bad, he don't have the money to pay this. Yeah. For attempted murder and for like you know disrespecting the gravesites of other people who were not expecting you to fucking yeah. run their uh, nana's headstone over. Yeah. So yeah, guys, save the family drama. I knew the lesson was coming. I knew it was coming. Save the family <laughs> drama for the wake <laughs> or the visitation. The wake. Or when you're having the little the little get together at your house, right? Yeah. Where everybody mourns and eats pickup foods. Everybody brings all their potluck stuff for the family. That's when I don't you bring know. My out, family never did that, but I saw it on Sopranos. That's when you bring out the stun gun and start throwing punches. That's when you have a guy right together. <laughs> right. Nobody can run away. <laughs> that way, other family members can come in and kick your ass or whatever, or you know, they can hold you back. You see whose side everyone's on at that point. Someone can go outside for a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Before things get too out of hand. Speaking of, let's but if you're up, if you're already at a, already outside, right, right. Speaking of a smoke break, we gotta get out of here, Andy. <sighs> let's do it. All right, <laughs> all right, guys. Welcome well, it was great being here with uh, you, freeloader creepers here on you free, free platform, which yeah, we love very bastards. much. Oh, come on, Andy. we love you. We love you very much, guys. And we wish we could spend every week with you. Like we said, if you would like to spend every week with us, check out Patreon.com/TrueCrimeGuys, and for just five bucks a month, you'll get access to Strange Shorts every single month. Every Monday, as Monday well as morning a misery. plethora of other things. It's your Monday, Monday morning madness. That's right. All right, guys. But until next week, uh, you know, be strange. <laughs> Just don't be strangers, all right? We'll get there. That's Bye, it. guys. <laughs> Thank you.
the minds of true crime guys. TCG Weekly. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to check out all the other programs on the TCG Network. Every Wednesday, a new episode of True Crime Guys proper, Strange and Unexplained on Mondays, and Full House Fantasy Football on Fridays to start your weekend. If those aren't enough, head on over to our Patreon account, where you can have access to hundreds of hours of content, including older episodes and other Patreon exclusives like Strange Shorts, Sandu Stories, Higher Thoughts, and the 5-Minute Murder Show. But until next time, guys, keep creeping. How do you you shut this thing off? Over?